Hello, and welcome to the BTG Podcast. I am your host, Jen Fable of BTG Wellness and LiveLifeUnbroken.com. BTG stands for Bridge the Gap, and it is inspired by my own healing journey. After receiving seven different mental health diagnoses by the age of 19, I quickly realized that there was a massive gap between what I believed and understood in my head and what I truly felt in my heart. And no matter how many therapists I went to, I couldn't seem to bridge that gap until I found the tools and information that I share in my one-on-one private sessions, trainings, and right here on this podcast. My goal is to help you begin to bridge that gap by bringing you different topics related to mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And in case you didn't know, this podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. These are weekly virtual gatherings that are 100% free, and no RSVP is required. So you are welcome to come whenever you can and stay as long as you want. Each week, we open the space with a candle meditation, after which I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If you are interested in learning more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time, please visit www.btgwellness.com circle and join my free circle membership. Of course, if you like what you hear in today's episode, please remember to leave a review and share the love by sharing this episode with your friends, family, and social network. And as always, if you have any questions, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.btgwellness.com or through email or social media. Enjoy the episode! Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of BTG Wellness and LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight, I want to talk to you about fractals. In the past few episodes of the podcast and healing circles, we've talked a lot about the energy world. We've talked about building altars. We've talked about sacred spaces. We've talked about psychic self-defense. And if you're more of the logical-minded, you're probably thinking, well, what's with all this wooey stuff? And so tonight, I want to talk to you about fractals so that I can help you bridge the gap between the wooey wooey energy world and the science of our physical reality. So that's my job tonight. So why is this important? This is important because having an understanding of the basic structures of our universe can help you bridge the gap between spirituality and science. This is important because recognizing the patterns that exist in our world can help you make sense of the seemingly random fucking chaos that life sometimes seems to be. And this is important because knowing that we're part of something bigger can help bring deeper meaning to our path and some that kind of what we're all searching for. Now we've talked in the past about this idea that you exist on four realms or layers of reality. So of course you have the physical layer of reality This is made up of everything that you can sense with your five senses. So if you can see it, smell it, taste it, touch it, or hear it, it's part of the physical layer of reality. In terms of your own self, your physical layer consists of your body, your bones, your tissues, your neurons, the physicality that makes you you. 
There's the emotional realm or layer of reality. This is connected to the part of our psyche known as the unconscious mind. This is where our emotions live. This is where our memories are stored. This is where the part of us that knows the best parts of us lives. This is our intuitive, instinctual self. It's also the place that we shove all the crap that we don't want to deal with. There is the mental realm or mental layer of reality. This is the part that's connected to the part of our psyche known as the conscious mind. Your conscious mind is your rational self. It's your thinky, thinky, logical self. And it's the part of us that loves to ask why. And then, of course, we have our energetic self, which is connected to our higher self, which we talked about last time. Now, in the last few circles and podcast episodes, we've talked a lot about the differences between these four realms. We focused on the emotional realm. We focused on the mental realm. We've talked about how these are different, but we haven't yet talked about what all the realms have in common. It turns out, no matter what realm you look at, there's an underlying pattern that can be found in them all. Now, last time, we talked about this idea of as above, so below. I want to go a little deeper with this information. Now, if you're new to the podcast and wanted to catch up on any of this information, please feel free to go back a couple of episodes and you can pick up all that information. In those episodes, we talked about this idea of as above, so below. The concept of as above, so below encapsulates a profound philosophy, a concept that suggests that there is a fundamental interconnectedness between the different layers of reality and realms, both on the macrocosm, so the larger universe, and the microcosm on the individual or smaller scale. The idea of as above, so below implies that there is some sort of harmony or reflection between higher and lower realms. And that the same patterns and principles that we find on the physical layer of reality also apply in some form throughout the different levels of existence, and vice versa. Now, the idea of as above, so below was first mentioned in a hermetic text called the Emerald Tablet back somewhere around 500 AD. This tablet is said to contain a concise and enigmatic summary of this philosophy which emphasizes the connection between the macrocosm and the micro-universe. To many traditions, the Emerald Tablet is considered a foundational text, and it has a significant influence on a lot of schools of thought throughout history. So we've had this concept of interconnectedness, of somehow we are a reflection of something bigger, somehow we are part of something grander than ourselves. We've instinctively been drawn to this concept for thousands of years. Every religion, every dogmatic tradition, every philosophy explores this concept in some form at some point. So this idea of interconnectedness, this idea that we're part of something bigger, has been around in some form for a long time. But it wasn't until more recently that we started to have the technology to be able to investigate the concept more deeply. And that brings us to the idea of fractals. So what is a fractal? A fractal is a very intricate geometric pattern that exhibits what's called a self-similarity at various scales. What does that mean? That means that when you zoom in on a fractal, you'll find smaller copies of the overall pattern that's repeated within itself. Fractals are characterized by their complexity, 
by the richness of the detail that's contained within them, and with their ability to generate visually captivating images and shapes. And for those of you in circle, I'm going to show you an example of that in a moment. So some of the key features of fractals. Fractals display something called self-similarity. That means that parts of the pattern resemble the whole pattern. Stay with me. I promise this will make sense. Now you'll notice that it's self-similarity, which means it doesn't have to be identical. There is still room within this complexity for individuality. Fractals are known for their infinite complexity. So even though fractals are generated from simple mathematical equations or algorithms, they can exhibit infinite complexity. And no matter how much you zoom in, you'll continue to find intricate details and patterns. In general, when you zoom in on something, think about on your computer, on your phone. If you zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and zoom in, eventually it just becomes nothing and fuzzy. But with a fractal, when you zoom in and zoom in and zoom in, it remains the same. No matter how closely you zoom in or how far out you zoom out, it's the exact same repetition of the pattern, and it goes on infinitely. Fractals also exhibit a feature known as non-integer dimension. What does that mean? So unlike a traditional geometric shape with whole number dimensions, like a line or a plane, which is two dimension, or solids, which are three dimension, fractals can have non-integer dimensions. So if a line is one dimension, so one, if a plane is two dimensions and two, then a fractal can be 1.4 or 1.8. This concept is known as fractal dimension, and it captures the notion that fractals can fill space in very unique ways. So starting from a simple shape or set of parameters, each iteration produces a new version of the pattern with increased complexity. Now, while the concept of fractals and their mathematical exploration can be attributed to several mathematicians and researchers over different periods of time, one of the most influential figures associated with our modern understanding and popularization of fractals is Polish-born mathematician Benoit Mendelbrot. Mendelbrot introduced the term fractal and developed the field of fractal geometry in the late 70s and early 1980s. One of his most famous contributions is something called the Mandelbrot set, which is a very specific fractal that exhibits very intricate detail and infinite complexity. Now, for those of you in Healing Circle tonight, I'm going to put that up on the screen so that you can look at it and see what it is I'm talking about. If you're listening to this on the podcast, simply going to Google and looking up Mandelbrot, M-A-N-D-E-L-B-R-O-T, Mandelbrot, and then Mandelbrot fractal will bring up this image. If you want to go even deeper into Mandelbrot's research, you're welcome to check out his book called The Fractal Geometry of Nature, which was published in 1982. This was what really brought the concept of fractals into the mainstream. So this idea of as above, so below has been around for a long time, but it's taken us until this time in our history as human beings to have the technology to be able to take this concept and show that it exists in some other realm, not just the energetic. By understanding the concept of fractals through mathematics, we've understood it through our mental realm. We've taken something that we have just known instinctively at the unconscious level on the emotional layer of reality. We've taken something that we've sensed outside of us on this energetic layer of reality, and we've bridged the gap. Math, much to my chagrin, bridged the gap. 
technology to be able to show those mathematical equations helped bridge that gap. Because while we can look at fractals and calculate it using pen and paper, remember, they're infinitely complex. And so be able to generate these images required a machine to be able to create these calculations at thousands and thousands of calculations per second. Now, if you're still having a hard time understanding what a fractal is, I'm going to have you imagine a very simple fractal. So imagine for a moment a straight line, just a line, just a straight line. And I want you to imagine that you can cut that line in half. And now you have two lines. Now, if I were to zoom in on either of those lines, if I got in close enough, it would look exactly like the very first line. Now, let's say I take those two lines, and again, I cut them in half. So now I have four smaller lines. But each of those smaller lines, if I were to zoom in on it, is identical in nature to that very, very first line. That's a simple fractal. You take something that looks like one thing, and no matter how much you zoom in on it, it basically looks the same as it did zoomed out, and vice versa. Now, for those of you in circle tonight, this is an image of the Mandelbrot set or Mandelbrot fractal. And you can see this creates a beautiful, intricate shape and design. I'm also going to show you a video. And again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, simply going to YouTube and looking up Mandelbrot fractal or Mandelbrot set, you can easily find lots of different videos on this. And what the video does is it's going to zoom in. And as it zooms in, you're going to see the exact same shapes repeated over and over again. And this graphic can go on infinitely. So why should you care about fractals? I mean, that's all well and good. Mandelbrot came up with this cool thing. We've got these really cool pictures. They're neat to look at. You can kind of meditate on it. It's kind of trippy if you look at it on YouTube. Why should we care? Fractals demonstrate the mathematics behind the esoteric concept of as above, so below. Fractals are a naturally occurring phenomenon that we can see everywhere in our natural universe. It's not just a mathematical equation. Fractals represent objective data that indicate that we're part of and a reflection of some deeply embedded pattern that repeats infinitely. Some might refer to this underlying pattern as a lot of different names, but what it comes down to is that we're part of a plan. And while we still have free will, remember fractals don't have to be an identical repetition, there is still room for individuality. It is some indication that all things are connected. So let's take a look at where you might find fractals in your world. Trees. Fractals are seen in the branches of trees from the way a tree grows its limbs. So the main trunk of the tree is the origin point for the fractal, and it's a very simple structure. And each set of branches that grow off of that main trunk subsequently have their own branches that continue to grow and have branches of their own. Eventually, the branches become small enough to become twigs, and these twigs will eventually grow into bigger branches and have twigs of their own. And this cycle creates an infinite pattern of tree branches. And if you were to take one of these branches and look at it, the way the twigs come off of it very much resemble the shape of the tree as a whole. That's a fractal. You can see fractals in lightning and in electricity. If you've ever watched a lightning storm, then you've seen fractals. 
When electricity passes through a medium that does not conduct electricity well, like air, the pattern that's created becomes fractal. The reason this phenomenon forms is because of how electricity interacts with the air molecules. So as the current passes through the air, it becomes superheated. Superheating of the air changes its electrical conductivity and allows the current to fragment out. And this process repeats. And soon, you get a fractal. Fun fact, if you take a picture of lightning and flip it upside down, you'll notice it kind of looks like a tree. And that's because both are fractals. We'll see fractals in plants and in leaves. Pineapple, broccoli, you're looking at fractals. Uh, ferns are a really good example of a fractal. We have fractals inside our body. The human respiratory system, the circulatory system, has a trunk, very much like the tree, with branches and little twigs that grow off of it, metaphorically. And as we grow, they grow as well. And if you were to zoom in on any part of that, it would look very reminiscent of the greater whole. That's a fractal. So we see fractals everywhere. Snowflakes, clouds, geographic terrain. If you're up on a, in an airplane and you look down, you see the river systems. That's a fractal. Crystals inside computers. We see fractals. So a fractal is really the math of the universe. And some say the math of the divine. Fractals mathematically show that beneath the apparent chaos and randomness of the universe, there's a pattern that repeats itself infinitely and that connects all things in existence. In a lot of esoteric traditions, we talk about we're part of a bigger plan. Fractals shows this mathematically. What's interesting about fractals is that they don't have to be an exact duplicate replication. So there is still room for individuality within this system. There's still room for free will, even when we're part of a bigger plan, a bigger pattern, a larger fractal that repeats infinitely. And no matter how zoomed out you get or zoomed in you get, you are seeing the same pattern, which means you are a pure reflection of a larger pattern and a plan. So if you think that you aren't part of something bigger, if you think that you're isolated and random, think again. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that the patterns that created the galaxies in the sky you look up at also created the cellular structure of your body. Remember that whether you acknowledge it or not, whether you live it or not, you are a reflection of the larger universe and it's a reflection of you. Which means when you shine your light so bright that you ignite the light in others, you create that reflection on all levels of reality infinitely. And remember that even when things seem chaotic, even when life seems random, even when you're like, seriously, now I got to deal with that? There are always patterns that connect us and guide us. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. Being able to buy into this idea that you're part of something bigger requires not only an understanding of fractals, but a leap of faith. And that will always come with the feely feels. So just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. That's always the decision that will take you to the next step. And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, you can always reach out to me through either my website, either btgwellness.com or livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. My first question is, if it's not too mathematically nerdy, 
can you go a little more into the individuality and free will in the fractals? And how is that possible if it keeps repeating itself like infinity? So while Mandelbrot was the one who coined the term fractal, and he's the first one to plug an equation into a computer to get a fractal pattern, there are different types of equations for calculating a fractal. There's not just one equation, and that's it. So fractals are created by algorithms or a set of procedural rules. What makes a fractal a fractal is the concept of self-similarity, but it doesn't necessarily have to be identical. Think about maple trees. If you were to look at a forest of maple trees, they would all very definitely be maple trees. And while there's definitely similarity enough to be able to identify them as maple trees, there's still space for individuality. So while every tree is a fractal, not every tree is identical to every other tree. And in terms of how our world works, that allows for that free will, that allows for the individuality, that allows for a single maple tree to still be its own maple tree, even though it's part of a greater group of maple trees. Does that make sense? Oh, I get it now. Is there a way to work with this? Or is this just something to remind you that you are here for a reason and there is a bigger, there is something bigger. So like when you are down in the dumps, you'd be like, okay, there is, you know, a bigger plan or something like that. Uh, in terms of like your own practice, it is nice to do a little meditation on a fractal because you're, the human mind can't quite wrap its head around infinite. But when you stare at that graphic that just keeps going, you get to experience for a brief moment infinite, okay. which is why it feels so weird to us because like, oh, trippy, because we can't quite understand it. And so because our conscious mind can't quite understand it, but our unconscious mind gets it, that's what we call in hypnosis trance. Okay. So staring at it will induce trance, which is a great base for meditation practice. And as someone who does hypnosis and practices hypnotherapy, of course, I love it. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you utilize. It's more just the more that science world and the mathematics world starts to explore these deeper calculations that weren't possible with just our own human mind that we can now explore because of better technology. The more we explore this, the more we realize that these deeply esoteric principles, that it's so easy to be like, ah, that's just wooey, hippy dippy nonsense. Ooh, as above, so below, I'm a reflection, whatever. No, there's actual evidence that this is who we are. This is what the fabric of our universe is made of. So it's a really cool reminder. Um, you can certainly practice it as part of mindfulness. Every time you look at broccoli, look at a tree, use it as a reminder that you're part of something more, right? So certainly you could, you can weave it into your path however you want, but it's not, it's not like a tool where you're like, oh, this is how you can start to implement this. It's more just some extra knowledge to help pull it together, to help to bridge the gap between the science world that's like, there's no such thing as the universe and the divine and blah, 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 and energy wooey stuff. Yeah. And the spiritual world that's like, ah, we feel this innately in our DNA. We seem to vibrate with this knowledge. We've always sought to learn more, to be more, to create this relationship with our environment. We seem to have this instinct has to be there for a reason. And the more we study the universe by using our technology to look farther, to look deeper, to go smaller, to go bigger, 
we're able to see patterns that even though we've always instinctively felt we couldn't prove, that now we can show them. And so it's just, it's just information to help to start to bring the two parts of our minds together, the one that needs cold, hard logic and the one that just innately feels the truth of it so that we can bridge the gap, so we can have some, some congruency, so we can start to shine our light in a more profound way. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the BTG podcast, which stands for Bridge the Gap, with me, Jen Fable. Remember, if you want to experience my virtual healing circles in real time, visit www.btgwellness.com circle. And of course, if you have any questions at any time, please know you're always welcome to reach out to me through social media or through my websites at btgwellness.com or through my coaching website, livelifeunbroken.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.